0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Chattanooga, Tennessee, it's time for Chattanooga Business Radio. Now, hear your Business Radio X host. Hey, folks, thanks for joining us today. This is Kenneth Burke with Text Request. Um, today, I have with me an awesome guest, Jeremy Boudinet yep. of Ambition. Jeremy is the uh, director of marketing for Ambition. Ambition is a Um, a SaaS startup in Chattanooga. If you're not entirely familiar with the terminology, SaaS stands for software as a service, um, or basically online software. Um, So Jeremy, you want to explain a little bit about what you do and Ambition and all that?
1: Yeah, sure thing, man. And uh, thanks for having me on. This is uh, exciting. So Ambition is a a platform that companies use to manage performance, mostly in sales, marketing, and account management teams. Uh, What we do is we take your data from Salesforce or whatever platforms you're using to evaluate performance and we broadcast them live and with crazy visibility into how you're doing, uh, how you're hitting goals and all that good stuff. And then we've had all this cool stuff around it, competitions, recognition, um, TV leaderboards, like employees get their own personalized uh, anthems, if you will, if they hit like a goal or a benchmark. So. It's kind of a millennial, very millennial take on uh, HR software, if you will. So, yeah, and I've been with them for two years, and I run basically all of our marketing operations. So uh, today's actually my two-year anniversary. <laughs> <But> <laughs> congratulations. congratulations. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, but, yeah, so it's uh, it's been exciting two years. I, I love SaaS. Um, I had no background walking into this. I uh, have a law degree. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, you know, you think that digital marketing for a, uh, enterprise software company is the last thing that I'd be doing. But um, it turns out I love it. And uh, my brother's actually a account executive for a big SaaS company. And so, yeah, it ended up being a, a perfect fit.
0: That's awesome. I, I can relate a little bit to that because I, I started with uh, an insurance background before getting into this. So, yeah, definitely <laughs> different. Um, but uh, a couple of things before we get deep into it. Uh, we are also facebook live stream right now if you're on facebook we'll be glad to do q a throughout the show so if you're watching um have a question whenever we get into things feel free to just type in a question and we'll do our best to answer it absolutely no but no yeah. secrets <laughs> yeah none at all yeah um very open here so what we're going to go through basically today the, the theme is five rules or five principles for a lean scalable SaaS marketing operation and to clarify it's it a lot of the things we're going to go over are um, or will relate to to marketing strategies outside of the SaaS sphere. So, you know, if you're listening right now and you're saying, oh, well, I'm not with a software company, so I should tune out. Don't do that um, because <laughs> a lot of these, you know, going through them, you'll see that they will actually apply to other areas of a digital strategy or a marketing strategy in a larger sense. Um, so I guess with, with that said. Uh, you know, getting into it, things to start with, social proof is such a, a large facet of marketing. I mean, you get into, especially with Amazon, you know, you go to Amazon, you look at a product, uh, and the first thing you do is you check out five or six reviews, right? You know, I guess a- adding that same sphere or that same concept to a SaaS product, uh, how do you go about handling testimonials, reviews, um, case studies, and things like that?
1: Yeah, great question, Cap. i must start by taking a step back and just breaking it down for people what what marketing is in like the you know the the biggest, truest sense. So, you know, nowadays marketing is basically the wingman to sales in a very, very direct way. You know, it's not like, oh, we're gonna get a an ad up on a commercial spot or something as much. It's mm-hmm. we are going to create the content and basically create everything that's going to go into getting people interested, getting them invested in your product and getting them to buy your product. It's, it covers a lot of areas. It's this massive, immense scope, you know, everything about the sales funnel, you know, bringing them in, converting them, getting them on the demo, creating the, the content that's going to really seal them on the demo. And then, um, even like getting to know your customer base and your product, you know, where it fits in the, the marketplace. So well and so intimately that you can create perfect content that's going to be efficient in driving people down the funnel. So, yeah, so like starting with this. Um, as far as testimonials, case studies, and reviews go, I um I just had an interview with Scott Britton, who was one of the first guys why why joined Ambition that I taught to. And um, we talked a lot about how customer success is essentially uh, the foundation of all successful marketing. As much as you'll go out there and you'll read about search engine optimization and um, AdWords and all this other very important stuff, you have to have proof that your product is working, that delivers the results that you promise. And so a big important thing to remember then, I think for people, is that everything starts with what your customers are saying. Everything starts with, here's the experience they're having, here's where the gain results, Here's where they're having problems. Here's why they came to you in the first place. What you need to do, and what I've started doing um, a lot more, I've really, over the last year, gotten really good at, it. it's been one of the best things I've ever done, is going in and talking to our current clients and getting to know them inside and out. Like, I'm boys with them, <laughs> some of them, basically. <laughs> and uh, it's great because they'll tell me everything, and they'll they'll advocate for ambition. They'll go out, they'll give us referrals, you know, and stuff like that. And Little has great reviews online and they really mean it. And it's because they not only love the product, they like us. They like, you know, the, the service we give to them, the attention we give to them. And that trickles throughout our company. Our CEO talks to our clients all the time. And so I think marketing, you know, you often think of yourself as like public facing, you know, it's, you're dealing with people who are not customers yet. Right. It's actually, everything starts with uh, the people who are your customers. And so Um, when you're going about, you know, asking for testimonials, asking for reviews, doing case studies, um, it's just very important to not automate that as much, especially if you're starting out, but to really get to know, you know, as many key people as you can. Like, I mean, Dallas Hoganson, who's the head of commercial sales at Lyft is a guy that like I've emailed so many times, I can't remember, but he's given us these amazing reviews online. He's, uh, you know, basically sells ambition better than I do. So literally... Your customers, uh, one way to think about it is your customers can teach you how to sell your product. (laughs) If you're marketing you don't know how should I market this, go ask your customers. They'll be able to tell you. (laughs) So if you're looking
0: at finding success on a larger scale, it seems that um, you need to first find success on the individual scale. So you need to have, you know even in this big world of automation and all these things that people hate dealing with, but that are effective. You, ne- you need to have that that personal touch, that relationship.
1: Yeah, and that's um. So my the best the best marketing, the best thing I've ever watched or read about SaaS marketing or startup marketing in general is uh, Matt Epstein. I encourage if you're in marketing, you're in startups, or you in any sense, I'd say go watch this because it's the best video ever. And it's Matt Epstein, who is the VP of marketing for Zenefits. He was their first hire, um, explaining the five biggest mistakes he made. Um, when they were growing. And one of the mistakes, he said, was they stopped doing things that didn't scale. In other words, they started automating more, not doing the personal touch more. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because you'd think of Zenefits as this just massive machine who, like, they do, it, you know, they how could they possibly be that detail-oriented in dealing with their customers? But that's one of the biggest things he preached was, um, you know, do stuff that does not scale, especially early on, because that's what's going to give you the foundation upon which you can scale. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Or at least to me. So if you are or so building these relationships is such an important part. Um, but then how do you go about harnessing those relationships to spread the word to other other potential customers? So would that be direct referrals? So these people are just really excited and they spread the word, which obviously would happen to some extent, because business people know business people. and That's how how that works. But um, is there a way you know, in, in the digital sphere that you can say, hey, we've built these great relationships. We've done really well for these people. Um, they want to talk about us, and then we're also able to to distribute that to, to new contacts.
1: Yeah, um, there definitely is. And I know there's a stat out there from Jason Lemkin, who's like a legend in the SaaS industry. It says all companies... Before you hit, I think it's 100k monthly recurring revenue, which is that's how I guess it works in the SaaS industry. People don't know that's because people pay for our product on a subscription model. Um, Before 100k, it's usually something like 80% of people who buy you are coming from some sort of Mm referral. And so, like you should ask. Absolutely. In fact, there's another guy I forget who it was who said, you know, one of the biggest mistakes he sees small startup companies making is being afraid to ask for referrals. Um, you can do incentives. Um, some companies have really famous like incentivized referral programs, but more about what works for your organization. I wouldn't go to that immediately. Um, the online reviews are great. I mean, we're on Salesforce Exchange; We have over 100 reviews on there. We're on G2 Crowd. We have over 60 reviews on there. And it's nice about those two is because those are much more scalable because we take those reviews and then we put them on the website, and we put them in our marketing materials, and you can use them over and over and over again, and they're published online. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say do do as much as you can with that in terms of social proof, um, and do things for your customers that's going to you know make you not feel bad <laughs> to, sure. about asking them. You know, if you start with great customer success, you have a great customer success program, your marketing people have built relationships too, you won't feel bad about asking for a role cuz you genuinely are trying to help them. Yeah. So. so
0: you're you're building a good relationship, and you're doing well by these people and then yeah, you know, it's just asking is the the natural logical next step. Yeah. And it's also necessary.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So don't hesitate <laughs> basically. And so all this, all this goes to the second the second big big talking point I had which is aligning marketing with sales cuz mm-hmm. obviously all this goes you're talking about you're talking about marketing, sales, customer success. It's all this big cycle. It's everything customer success goes out and helps generate the marketing. The marketing is what's supposed to help drive the sales. Sales, mm-hmm. you know, hands off to customer success. So you have to be working really not just with sales, but with your customer success team as well to try and know everything you possibly and when you're all on the same page, you know, things aren't lost in translation. It's the same coherent message being delivered from the second they get to the website you know, to the second they're done with the demo to the actual experience they have, that's how you create a, a scalable, successful program.
0: Yeah, we, uh, James Dawson, our other guy who's usually on this show, um, and myself, we like to use the term um, that sales and marketing are married to each other. <laughs> so, you know, uh, they're different, right? Traditionally speaking, they're different, but today's world of growth hacking, of startup marketing, they're married to become one and i think that really overlaps into or it does overlap into product development into customer yeah. success and mm-hmm. making sure people know and enjoy your product into customer service as well you know so every there's it is like you said it is all all a cycle it's all an interconnected circle you know everything is e- equidistant from the next department so to speak
1: yeah and a great point the product development too and that's what's help make ambition so successful because like we literally built the platform based on what our customers were asking for. We got mm-hmm. in really early, right when the product was just barely, it was like embryonic. Yeah. <laughs> and we literally had the guys at access Miracle, these logistics brokers telling us, here's what we want to see. Here's what we want to see. And we've never stopped doing that. We've continued that. And mm-hmm. we've got like some amazing new features that are about to come out that are based purely on what people have been asking. So if you do that, you'll be successful. You no, know, it's just a matter of of putting the time, the effort.
0: So if you listen to your customers and where they're coming from, and implement that into each area of your operation, you'll
1: find success. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. Should all be. I mean, don't go out there. Don't overthink it. <laughs> you know, I think sometimes startup people we try to we think we're so clever. Sometimes we come out. We try to you know think we're like Zuckerberg or something yeah, like that. And don't you know, reinvent we, the wheel. Yeah, don't reinvent the wheel. You know, especially if you're B two B, it's uh, it's much easier. To make your life a whole lot easier if you know. oh, sure <laughs> sure wheels already there yeah so have
0: to have to align marketing sales have to create that marriage officiate that marriage if you will um and then once you have everything that's sort of sort of together that's sort of meshed together then you have to create stuff to put in front of these customers mm-hmm. so you've got your product right but then you have to to come up with a way to market it and so how do you how do you market it? You know, there's there's a couple of different ways. Um, I like to use the phrases push and pull. Yep. Uh, people are looking for engagement so they're in these places and you have to push something in front of them. But then also that people are searching for answers and they're coming to you so you have to pull them in, you know, create a place for them for them to come. And so how do you, Jeremy, how do, how do you in, with Ambition go about creating these things to to bring people in and then also to, to share and put in front of
1: them? Yeah, that's great. That's like the, The all-encompassing question right there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I guess I'll start. If you haven't, people who are interested in marketing or in marketing out there haven't seen optimize these, I think it's the wheel or the circle of digital marketing. It's this huge infographic. Everything there is in digital marketing and like slicing the pie. But basically what we did is we kind of started out, while I was first brought on, like they literally brought me on with, you're going to start out by writing blog posts. That was our first, business team hire completely. So it was all engineers, the co-founders, and uh, one customer success guy and then me. And so I had to kind of start from scratch and start figuring out what to do. So start with blog posts. And then we gradually over time have figured out a way to build out really awesome content on the blog, eBooks, videos, um, everything, GIFs, um, I'm trying to think of, of guest editorials getting press you name it and so it starts with figuring out why write content and why create something it's not enough just to create it I think you have to go all the way with it and what I mean by that is you have to if you're going to write a blog post make it a freaking epic blog post yeah. like there's all these guys you can go and read um, online who are experts in uh, content right. marketing and digital marketing and they all one guy, he had this amazing post, and it was like one of the most popular posts in SAS, and uh, it all comes back to just write epic content. If you want it, Google to find you and you want to write number one for some topic, you know, write an epic, keep writing epic content, because you can't, you can't hack it. So what we've done is we've created content that has a, a sort of a, a little bit of a brand around it, I guess, it's very, it's very informative, but it's also very entertaining, it's visual, and it's something that, like, I would want to read myself. I'm, I'm actually, like, proud to distribute. Like, I don't want to write a blog posts and feel like, okay, this is like a, you know, bait and switch. You know, blog post offers no real value. I see people on LinkedIn do that all the time. I'm stunned at it. It's like, do you people not care about your personal reputation? But um, so, yeah, so what you need to do is start with the easy stuff, which is blogging and writing content. And then you can use that content and start doing email marketing, right? You know, like we do, we do weekly marketing blasts and we send out, you know, epic content like that. You can also do um, get product videos, product walkthroughs. You can find a cheap videographer who's also professional and create some really good um, customer testimonials. You can find all these hacks. The cool thing for me that I've discovered is um, in the digital age we're in now, like all this stuff is so cheap. But we have zero. Our marketing budget is next to nothing. It's amazing. I mean... We, i spend aside from our marketing automation tool which is I think like a thousand dollars a month um my like my bill that I pay them and then I like bill our guys for is like a hundred dollars <laughs> and it's like sumo me and like it's DJ pretty DJ's. good Yeah. so create if you just go out and figure out how to create this organic epic evergreen content'd it be great one of the best things we did um I wrote a post called 10 epic videos to inspire your salesforce and um, it's still number one in Google like 18 months later and it gets us un- an unbelievable amount of traffic. Hmm. And it's funny, and all I did was I found YouTube videos, I you know put them in the post, I tried to pick ones that were like not the usual. Sure. And I did these like big write-ups about why each one was inspired. Okay. You know? And that's all I did, and like, ended up Ink Magazine did a article about this. And it's there like, there you go. So you can do that. Just don't try. Don't obsess over like you know keyword trying to figure out SEO and stuff. It's it's a black box, and you really just need to create content that's valuable and that leaves a good impression. And so that's like the impression marketing is kind of like your first date, right? You want to come out and make the first, the good first impression, you know? Yeah. So um, do do that. Make sure you're putting your best foot forward, and um, don't don't worry too much about spending a lot of money early on.
0: See, I, I like that, I like that a lot because there's so much content out there that I, I I'm sure the numbers gone up because it's been a couple of years since I saw this figure, but uh, something like two hundred thousand pieces of content are created every minute, or, or uploaded, published every minute. Yep. And so, I, and I've gotten caught up in this too. Is the thought that there's so much going on that I have to create as much as I possibly can, mm-hmm. right? And so, and you know, to an extent, you do have to keep creating because there's, you know, SEO factors and just a pure numbers game aspect to it. But more importantly, so much of that content out there that exists is is mediocre at best. And so, if you're, you know, like you're saying, if you're creating, if you're creating epic content, if you're creating something that people want to refer back to, or I, I think in our case, a big one has been creating something that. When employee A stumbles upon it, they immediately share it with the other 10 people that they work with in the office. It, it, it creates something that that people will pick out of the the pile of mediocre
1: <laughs> It's just a, yeah, absolutely, man. It really is an abyss of mediocrity out there in the yeah. content world. I see it all the time. And I think what I advise people to do, and that's worked best for us, is right doing stuff that brings in other people into the mix so like the most successful thing we've ever done um that and that i've ever done not we but i as in terms of marketing is this thing called march sassness Mm -hmm. so we came up with it last year and it was literally last minute it was like the week before the tournament i was trying to think something like cool we could do to like you know get a ton of exposure and just like would be completely different than like the usual stuff. And mm-hmm. you know, like writing just Here, here's another blog post. And, you know, one of the things about ambition too is it's competition, competition based. So it like reflected well on us in that respect. But I went to Brian Troutschild or CEO and I was like, dude, what if we did a a tournament, but it was it was with SaaS companies and we had people vote on the winners of each one. Yeah, and that's that's it. That's the premise. Mm-hmm. And he was like, <laughs> I love it. Go for it. Here's how we'll do it. Like we literally hashed it out, and so we put it up. We had all these big name companies, billion dollar companies in there. I was like, they what is yeah. this? You know. Sure enough, most of them, I'd say fifty percent of the people of the companies involved didn't do anything. Sure. But the other fifty percent got super into it. Yeah. I'm talking like, bit like I was like stunned. I mean, hundreds like on a given day. Given matchup day, they have 24 hours to vote on a matchup. There'd be hundreds of tweets from these people nice. about sending them to our website, you know, okay. to do this. So, traffic spikes huge like that, you know, that month last March, and so it was huge success. And at the end up this year, we actually brought in Qualtrics, you know, it was a billion mm-hmm. dollar billion dollar SaaS company, and they co-hosted it with us, and okay. that made it even bigger. It was yeah. massive, and I mean now we're you know, huge results. I think we we had like 25,000 people visit our website last month or in March off that. It was crazy and it, people love it. I mean, people like always, I've had so many people email asking, can we be a part of March Assassin's? Can we be in the field? That all reflects, that's people coming and, you know, finding out about ambition. Mm-hmm. So they're going to our website and experience it. So if you can get interactive and help other people promote what they're doing too, that's a big thing because the big thing about Mark Sassus was people like promoting it because as a marketing, like the marketing person for X companies, like oh, I can justify this for promoting ourselves, sure, you know, or going up against a quasi-competitor. So it's it's fun and it's different. So if you can do something like that in, in any way possible, even if it's just like bringing people and like featuring five guests on, on the blog, like we had a good thing we did where we were like the five biggest pet peeves of inside sales managers. And it was five inside sales managers. Literally, I emailed them. I was like, hey, what's your biggest pet peeve? And mm-hmm. they just they wrote them out. I featured them. And then all of a sudden, we had five people publishing it and dist- distributing it instead of one. And that's another good way to sort of hack, amplifying your reach and your distribution.
0: So a recap, quick recap of creating epic content um, is getting interactive. Mm-hmm. So one, it's fun. People enjoy getting involved with things. But two, if you get interactive with other brands, then you also have access to their audience and their networks, which can yep. extrapolate your own.
1: Absolutely. And you have to do that. I mean, you got to find a way to get out there. And, and I've tried everything. <laughs> you know, I've like, uh, I mean, I'm trying all these crazy, like small niche social media mm-hmm. places like Flipboard. I'm like putting us on yep. there. I'm like putting us like, you know, I'm like stumble upon. You know, I think one of the things when you're, a small marketing person is just to try try everything and see if there's something that's sticking because you never know honestly yeah so, i
0: think the uh there's a stat the the average person has 16 social media related apps on their phone really wow. um now keep in mind social media like For the media. internet is social right so you know the the definition gets a little loose there but we we had a a conversation about this in the office the other day, and I pulled mine out. You know, same boat of trying to find these small places like where can I go for free? Um, I had like 32 social apps on my <laughs> phone, You know, so so double the average. Um, so I totally, you know, threw off the curve there. But
1: your social guy, kind of. yeah, yes. apparently, apparently <laughs> on so a job. computer, and yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: um, so speaking about, you know, we've talked about doing all this on a very a very small, if not Non-existent budget, and so yeah, I guess quickly, what are what are a few tools or a few options that people listening in could go out and try and see if it works for for their situation as well?
1: Yeah, that's a good, great question, and I'm am a big believer in free or cheap tools. Um, one of them, I think the biggest one we've we've brought on SumoMe, and it's we pay like sixty dollars a month for it, mm-hmm. and what it does is it lets you because the big key, okay, so you get people to your website, then you have to convert. Mm -hmm. right and that's a whole other side of marketing And frankly that's one where you know you need someone who's really good with website design and that's not my forte unfortunately i'm trying to get better at that but yeah so what you want to do is is you want to be able to convert them and so that could be a pop-up it could be a um here join our mailing list it could be here's you know check out this page on the website which is something that might interest you and um it really has helped us in a lot of ways of capturing more people directing them where you want to go, and um, it has like a share thing too if you don't have social sharing buttons so that people can easily, you know, push you to basically those 40 or 50 social media Mm -hmm. places you were talking (laughs) about. Just 32? Yeah, and um, it's insanely popular. I actually found it, and here's a classic example of a referral in action. Um, We had Hello Bar. We tried that first. It was $15 a month, and I was on a call with the marketing director for Close.io, and I was like, "Hey, you know, I'm using Hello Bar. Uh, it's working pretty well." And CloseEye was another SaaS company, just basically just like us. He's like, "Oh, really?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, I, "Yeah, we use that, but then we switched to SumoMe, dude. You've got to switch to SumoMe. It's so much better." And I was like, "Oh, really? Okay, cool." So I went from not having a need or a pain point to all mm-hmm. of a sudden like, "Oh, I'm like really interested in SumoMe."
0: Also, there's social proof in action right there. Yeah. So exactly. talk about getting in good with your with your customers, and they'll be your. Your referral
1: sources. Yeah, oh exactly. And then it's funny because I had a conversation, what sealed it was like literally two weeks later, I had a conversation with the uh marketing director for uh Persist IQ, another guy I insanely respect. And he was like, Oh yeah, we're using Sumo I Me. Mean, it's amazing, dude. You've got to get it. I mean, boom, end of story. And so when you get people referring you, people listen to their peers who they respect in their industry, probably more than I mean, that's everything to mm-hmm. me. Like it's you know, if you're selling on something, that's great. But in like, I mean, you got to remember, people have to remember. Um, this is a key thing I want to hammer on. So um, SaaS companies is tempting, or people who sell software, startups, it's tempting to sell features. It's tempting to sell, here's like, or here's the hot industry where we're in, or something like that. But no one bought, the enterprise buyer is the most conservative buyer on the planet. Oh, they are, yeah, right? I mean, we know the struggle. It's amazing, you know, it's so tough to close them. So, like, they're the ones who they're going to look at what other people are doing, what their peers are doing and having success with, and that's going to be the number one, like, deciding factor. They might love the features. They might, you know, that's going to be very important too, of course. But what's going to be the deciding factor is, are these other guys using it, and is it are they having success with it? Show me evidence that you guys um, aren't going to, like, destroy my budget. (laughs) I'm not going to get zero value out of you. Because for us, you know, we're asking people to pay sixty dollars a user, fifty-five dollars a user, and so if you want to have, what's well, not a year contract with ambition, you know, maybe it's going to be a you know, twenty thousand dollars. You know, if you're the VP of sales, you're kind of seeing your neck out there a little bit. Sometimes you might feel like so you have to really show. That's why it's so important for us that we've gotten good results, we have low churn, we have great experiences, and then we promote the fact that people are having great experiences. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the best things for us was. Harvard Business Review came in and did a their own independent study on one of our clients, Clayton Homes, and published this amazing effusive review of it. And like, basically, like laid out here was the ROI. It was eight x this. It was x these metrics. Blah blah. And it was. I mean, that's boom. There you go. So if you can like, the more you can have that out there, and the more you can have another thing we did. We just got named uh, top vendor for. Gamification recognition from congratulations. A- yeah, thank you from a- AISP, which is the number one inside sales organization in the country. Um, we're one of six companies that got selected to be a, a top vendor, and it's all based on people nominating us and our users coming in and writing reviews about us. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. I and mean, that's sort of stuff to me that you know you should really shoot for. And you write great content. There's you know different levels of content. There's blog posts that you know get their attention. There's this content. That you know really kind of solidifies your value and um, your legitimacy, and you know then there's the the customer success oriented content where you're you're getting the, the social proof from them and all that sort of stuff. So it's it's all one big it's all like one big cycle kind of like we talked about. It's all everyone working together. Silos, you cannot silo in in the startup or in frankly in a, a big organization now. It's becoming increasingly the ones who are transparent and collaborative are the winners. So, use all the use all the stuff you know you're getting out of your clients, and uh, you know, listen to what sales is asking for and what they're hearing from prospects, and then go out and just create the most epic content you can as cheaply as possible uh, without sacrificing quality. Yeah.
0: So, I, I guess in wrapping up this five principles of creating a lean, scalable SaaS marketing strategy, two 200- under. Two underlying principles that at least that's how it sticks in my mind of, you know, there's there's the one of um, the marriage between marketing and sales, product development and the whole customer success and the whole team where each flows into the other. And then there's the relational aspect of it and the, it's the, the interactive aspect. So it seems like, you know, Ambition is obviously a company that's doing really well. And it seems like a a large part of that success has been found in being interactive and relational with both your customers and with and then with other people in the industry that you respect. And so, and being able to, you know, build genuine relationships with both of these people or both of these uh, both sides of the coin.
1: Yep, dude, absolutely, man. It's uh, well, it comes back to as my my uh, mentor, Jalen Rose. Once said, give the people what they want. Um, if you give the people simple. what they want in terms of content, in terms of the experience, you know, in terms of like a partner, here's a chance to promote yourself. Then you know you, you'll get paid. The difference. It's not you know again. Don't overthink it. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty simple. And I think the the partner stuff's fun too. It's fun to talk to people in your industry and hear what they're doing. It's easier to learn that way. Like I learned the best stuff. You know, people are very, you know, they're. It's great how much stuff there is online. I've learned so much about my job online, just from like reading stuff in Mm Quora, you know, or something like that. But when you get on the phone with somebody and they're killing it, and you're like, how are you killing it? Can you please tell me? They'll tell you, you know, and that's like really cool. And I just, I just did an interview for the interview series we do, Ambition Sales Influencer Series with uh, Mark is the VP of sales for one of the fastest growing uh, SaaS companies there is right now, Outreach, they're one of our customers Mm -hmm. too. Um, you know, this there's like multiple levels of the okay. uh, the interactivity going on there, yeah, really. Um, but he explained their whole process of how they literally went from he was their first hire in I think like mid 2013 or no, actually mid 2014 to being getting them a series A, and now he manages a team of 30 sales reps, and that's in like a year and a half, and that's Progress. crazy, yeah, you know. But he told he went through the whole process. That's the cool thing about the Matt Epstein video too, is he goes through from day one to here's how he did it. Mm-hmm. And so it's pretty cool. And I think everyone needs everyone needs mentors, you know, everyone needs help. And uh, I think there's a lot of people who are willing to give it out there. It's just a matter of going out and, and um getting in touch them too. So if you need help like with SaaS marking and stuff, like don't be afraid to reach out to somebody, you know, like it's uh it's it's a uh, tough, it's the jungle, as I say. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, it's Darwinism at its finest. So, um, you know, get whatever help you can. <laughs>
0: sure. Sure, certainly. So, about to wrap up here. Is there is there any one last thing, Jeremy, that you want to, to share with our audience online and on Facebook?
1: Follow Ambition on Twitter, <laughs> at Ambition Sales. Check us out, Ambition.com. Um, I love, it's such a great product. If you have a sales or marketing or account management team that, you want to get better visibility on it and you want them to be more in tune with their metrics and their goals and you want to create a cooler just work environment for them, uh, definitely check us out because we're well worth the, the cost and we'd be happy to help you. All
0: right. Well, thanks for joining us. Once again, I'm Kenneth Burke with Text Request and joined today by Jeremy Boudinet with Ambition.